Hey there, trailblazing women. Mark your calendars for the Women Thrive Summit, happening March 18th to the 22nd, 2024. Join us for five empowering days of inspiration, connection, and growth. Unlock your potential with workshops led by industry leaders, panel discussions, and networking opportunities. Don't miss this chance to amplify your voice and thrive together. Visit womenthrivesummit.com to grab your tickets today. That's womenthrivesummit.com. Welcome. I'm your host, Ramonda Jan, the founder of Women Thrive Media, visibility expert and inspirational speaker. I founded this global community for women, so every woman who is starting or running a business can feel like she has found a place to belong. So every woman is empowered to use her voice and share her message with the world. Hello and welcome to Women Thrive Podcast. I'm so excited you're back for another amazing episode with one of our guest speakers. Today, I have the pleasure of introducing you, Dr. Robin Graham. Hi, Dr. Robin. How are you today? I am great, Ramonda. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very excited about having this conversation and inspiring our listeners with your story. And today we'll be talking about how to build a purposeful brand without social media. And this may sound a little bit different than what everybody else been telling you. You need social media, you need online presence. But Dr. Robin Graham has some other ideas and tips up her sleeve today. So I want to introduce our amazing guest today. So Dr. Robin Graham is certified brand strategist and master life coach and author and a podcaster who's passionate about serving others and helping others create meaningful impact impact, build personal brands, and strong foundations for long-term business success. Using her purpose-to-results method, she helps her clients overcome mindset barriers, create brand strategies, navigate the challenges of tech, systems, and processes, and take intentional, effective action. So Dr. Robin is actually a host of The Robin Graham Show, which is top number 1% globally ranked podcast for entrepreneurs and the author of You, Me and Anxiety, Take Action Over Anxiety to Enjoy Being You, which is a book that has been achi- has achieved number one bestseller in multiple categories, in which she shares her lifelong journey with anxiety to help others navigate it through life and create a joyful and peaceful and purposeful life. Dr. Uh, Robin, welcome to our podcast. Good to have you here. Thank you so much, Ramonda. It's an honor to be here with you. I'm excited. So tell tell our audience a little bit about your journey of how you came to do what you do today. What inspired you to really start this journey of helping others create amazing brands? Oh, it, I did not have a linear journey. So when I was a young girl, I grew up in a teeny tiny town in the Midwest of the United States. So basically farm community, right? Nothing else around really. And I wanted to be in the city. I wanted a high power career. I wanted to wear a suit every day and I wanted to make a lot of money, but I had this heart of service. And so I ended up going to pharmacy school and I got a doctorate in pharmacy. And then from there, I worked in the corporate environment. When my husband was offered a position in his corporate headquarters on the East Coast in the U.S., I, of course, was not going to tell him, no, he couldn't do that. So I packed up the baby and I and we came to the East Coast, but my company didn't have a role for me. So my former boss 
told me about a company that he knew the owner of, and it was a marketing company. And so I started freelancing for them. So I've basically been an entrepreneur now for 22 years. And after working and consulting and traveling a little bit and getting peer-reviewed journals or published and peer-reviewed reviewed journals. I can't talk and doing all of these things. My husband and I were like two ships passing in the night. Our children were getting old, older. And because I had suffered with anxiety my entire life, I was able to recognize that my son was showing signs and symptoms of this. And then our nanny became ill as well. And so we had to shift gears. We had to slow down a little bit. We had to take a step back. And we we chose that I would follow my passion of photography. And I became a professional photographer. And I was a professional photographer for 11 years. I built a very solid business. Um had a lot of fun doing it, but I focused on branding photography and headshot photography. So every day working with clients, I was still using my marketing mindset. I was still using my gifts and talents to make people look amazing and feel confident and feel beautiful in their own skin, but also represent themselves online. But what I noticed was that so many people who were becoming entrepreneurs did not know how to build a foundation for their business. They didn't know how to use the images I was giving them, but they also didn't know about search engine optimization, about what needed to go into a website, what they needed to do to really be visible, to connect with and build an emotional connection with their ideal audience. So I started consulting and then I became a certified brand strategist because I wanted to take this to a new level. And so that's where I am today. I am strictly a certified brand strategist and a business coach and I focus a lot with mindset just from all of the education I've done to become a coach and just learning all of these tools and tricks for myself so that I can now help other people. So my journey is has been kind of long and windy, but here I am today and I'm getting to do something that I so love and just having that positive impact and being able to help other women create that ripple effect of good in the world by being present and showing up for their people is just remarkable. And I know it's really powerful once you have built that brand that actually connects on a deeper level, because I know there are so many businesses and so many other people that do similar things, but how does one choose to work with you? What would you say is your why and why you built this and why do you do what you do? So the purpose behind your brand and your business. Mm, That's a great question. And, you know, I mentioned briefly earlier, I have a heart of service and I want nothing more than to see other people succeed. And I'm a teacher at heart. Do you, you, I don't know if you ever did this, but when I was a little girl, we, my sisters and I, and the neighbor girls, we always would play like something. And I always was the teacher if we were playing school. And I just have always had that. Like, I want to teach. I want to educate. I want to help. I want to serve. And so I think just naturally that I've gravitated to that and that that just fuels me. I always say, you know, when people are confused, so listeners, if you are feeling a little unsure about your journey or where your what your personal brand is or, or where you should take this, 
look at your values, your visions, and your passions, because where those three things merge, if you think of a Venn diagram, where those three things come together, that is where your purpose lies. And so when I think of when I was a young girl, I wanted to be successful, right? I wanted to be, but I always envisioned myself teaching, serving, and that lights me up. So that's the passion part. So my why really encompasses all three of those things, my values, my visions, and my passions, and that just coming from that heart of service. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It really shows in your work and the amount of care that you put in into everything that you do. So what were your top, let's say, three values that you're led by? Mm, that's another great question. So my service is one, faith is another, gratitude is another, and I, I technically have five and then curiosity and family. So those are my five that I'm not willing to waver on. I love that. And I think for me personally, I think my values are like my inner compass. So when it comes to making decisions in my business, that's what really helps me decide that is that the right thing to do? Is it the right direction? Or when it comes to your strategy and as you said in personal brand or brand itself if you're if you're really clear about those brand values then everything else kind of becomes so much easier to create yes. and evolve your business as well mm-hmm. and when you're making decisions you don't get stuck in that cycle of overthinking you're able to make a decision instead of sitting in indecision because you're aligned with your values and it's so important to go back to that anytime there's a big decision to be made why do you think that people struggle to see themselves or their brands objectively because sometimes we have this gold right idea or or a business but perhaps not everyone are so clear of how to create a brand. And I know you have a slightly different perspective of what brand is. So tell me a little bit more about what's your idea of brand and mm-hmm. yeah, how, how can we help people to get more clarity on it? Yeah. So what I think helps the most is to think of your brand, whether it's your personal brand or, you know, if you're a product brand, but no matter what, if you're an entrepreneur, you have a personal brand because you are the owner of your business. You are the person that needs to build trust so that people will buy from you because trust determines buying practices. So I always, 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 always refer to brand, personal brand as the perception other people have of you. What are, what do they think, say, and feel about you? Imagine if you're not in a room, what are people saying about you and your business? And then your, your branding is actually how you communicate what makes you different, what makes you unique than anybody else in your area of expertise. And that starts with your journey. So we start, we can start right at the base where your values lie, right? What are your values? That's unique to you. No one else has the exact same set of values who has had the exact same journey that you've had. Every experience that you've had to date has led you right to where you are today. And that's the core of how you're now going to be able to serve your people. So telling that story, communicating that is going to help control that perception that other people have of you. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's so powerful because whether you like it or you don't, people will build a perception, whether of you or your brand. So it's much better to be intentional about it 
yes. create that feeling because I used to I used to help people with Instagram and just you know because we've grown our Instagram really quickly and people used to ask me so how did you do it and one of the first things I used to say is like when people land on your Instagram how will they feel what is that mm -hmm. feeling you're trying to evoke because whether you like it or not people will get a feeling or a sense of who you are and what you're about so it's mm -hmm. sometimes those subtle things that we don't think about, like the colors and the patterns and the spaciousness that we've created or the busyness of it. It's if you're intentional about it, you're going to create the feeling that you want. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you mentioned colors and the your brand identity, I like to call it, is that your logo, your color palette, your fonts, the topography that you're using, because that helps you become recognizable alongside using your own images, images of your face, your face should be everywhere to build your personal brand. And it, it's so funny because so many people want to hide, they don't want to be present. But if you really want to control that perception other people have of you, and you want to build that energetic connection with them, that is going to help them trust you, you've got to show up and let them see who you are. And so it's really important to look at that and colors, there's, there's such heavy psychology around colors. So when you're choosing your colors for your, for your business and your brand, then, you know, think about what, what it, feelings is this color going to invoke with my people that I want to draw into me. And you do a lot of like pinks and reds and, you know, red is a power color, but pink is such a, it's a, it's a passion, happy color. So it opens the door to bring people to you. And there, there's just so much to that. I could talk about this stuff all, all day. <laughs> I love it. Hello. Well, for us, we're kind of in transition, but we used to have this whole just pink brand and some people loved it and some people hated it. And that was okay as well. And, but I remember yeah. one vivid moment where I met with one of my clients and she said, have you changed your assistant who does your Instagram? And I said, no, uh, why? She said, well, the fonts has changed and something as small as font on our quotes has changed. And I said, you know why I did it? Actually, to break a pattern so you make a notice, right? Because sometimes with social media, you get so used to the same, same, same. Sometimes you've got to switch the pattern a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> so that yeah that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It brings the attention back to you, right? Because I think... And this is the problem with social media is people just mindlessly scroll. So they miss things or they just get in that rut of, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of, Oh yes. So you caught the attention, which is great. So the purpose here is not to speak of social media because we want to build brands off social media and we're getting sidetracked. <laughs> <laughs> so let's bring it back to purpose to, to talk about how can someone build a brand of social media? Because that's one of the topics that I know you'll be talking about during the Women Thrive Summit, which you're a speaker at as well. Yes, absolutely. So there are numerous things that people can do. And, you know, I'm going to start with this. I don't want to give like so much detail that I'm overwhelming people today, but I want to start with this example. If you were to need something, say a service or a product, and you're searching for this, maybe you're walking down the street of your town and there are two places that can provide this for you the solution to your problem. And one is 
less professional. Maybe it's not as well kept on the outside. Maybe you peek in the door and someone that's inside doesn't feel welcoming and friendly. And you're really not getting that positive feeling like, yeah, they're equal to what I need. They don't seem to have what it takes to to really provide the level of service that I need. But across the street is this just gorgeously well-kept building and you see right away someone standing at the door to welcome people inside which one are you going to go to you're going to go to the one right that's well kept and welcoming and it's very apparent that they have the solution that you need even though the other one could potentially solve your problem too so i like to use this analogy because if you think of social media compared to having a website If you are a person searching for a solution to a problem, are you going to feel like someone running their business off of Instagram and Facebook has the credibility that someone that has invested in a professional website that tells their story, that shows who they are, what they do, how they do it, and the results they're they're providing? Which one are you going to choose? If you're going to invest in something, you're going to choose that platform that has more depth to it that really proves that there's some soul behind this business, right? So I like to use that as as an analogy because your website becomes the foundation for your business. When you have a solid website and you use search engine optimization and you are creating content on your website as cornerstone content, meaning your blog becomes the most powerful thing that you can produce because then you can repurpose it everywhere. You can repurpose it on a podcast. You can repurpose it onto a YouTube video. You can repurpose it to social media. And so you, you open doors of opportunity when you have that place that you own that truly represents your business, that is not going to go away tomorrow, that you're not going to get hacked and lose followers, you have this mainstay that is like your home base for your business. So my recommendations always is to start with that website and really make sure that it tells the story that your copy resonates with those people that you want to serve, that you want to hire you and have the search engine optimization. And then from there, build out those blog posts that really provide value and continue to tell your story and offer calls to action so that your audience knows exactly what they should be doing, what you want them to do and how they can get to know you better. That's powerful. And I think once we implement it doesn't mean that we need to completely, I guess, abandon social media because there's still a place yeah. for it. Mm-hmm. But doing something off uh, social media that is so meaningful and as powerful as you just mentioned brings a whole different dimension to it. And I'm a fan of um, having your own home base, which is your website, which is your blog. And as I said, you know, once you become an expert in that, your social media, your SEO will rank you in that Mm -hmm. area of expertise. Yeah. And what, what I think happens a lot of times, and and this is why I'm so passionate about this is people think, oh, I'm going to start a business. So I'm going to start posting about it on social media. But if you haven't built the processes and the systems on the back end, meaning you don't have a place for people to learn more, you don't have a place to gather their email address so that they really come into your your circle of the world, your realm of of the world and, and how you're nurturing your people to warm them up to eventually buy from you, then you're losing opportunity. 
And oftentimes, if you don't have those systems and processes in place, like standard operating procedures, onboarding processes, contracts, all of these things, then if people come and they want to hire, hire you, you're spinning in a, in this like vicious cycle of, I, I don't know what to do. How am I going to onboard this person? How am I going to get, how am I going to get a contract and how am I going to accept payment and all of these things. And so you set yourself up almost for failure. If you don't have that foundation built first, because then you're, you're not serving, right. You're, you're not providing customer service at the, at the level that you really want for your business. And then these people are going to be frustrated and they're going to be like, Oh, what did I get into? I'm not sure I want to give her my money. So it's important to have all of these things in place first before you go to social media. And I am not completely opposed to social media. The only thing that I don't like is when people are starting out and then they start consuming all this content and people telling them what they should do. And so they start doing all these things and that only leads to more confusion of where to begin or how to begin or what steps to take. And whenever confusion sets in and we lose clarity, then we lose confidence. And when we lose confidence in ourselves, our audience lose, loses confidence in us because our goal at the end of the day is always to build trust. Yeah. And it's, it's quite interesting what you said, because you know, if you just focus on social media, you build this beautiful exterior presentation on social media, but then as you say, your house is in order, your systems is in order, people really not going to have that great experience or value your service as much as it perhaps is worth if you just spend that extra time working behind the scenes to really set up yourself up for success in the first place. Mm -hmm. So then when you have an influx of clients or you're running ads or whatever you're doing, or even speaking on stage, then you can actually, you know, you have the capability to serve the client. Yeah, absolutely. I like to use the example of if someone's going to set out to run a marathon, they're not going to just throw on an old pair of shoes and go run 26.2 miles. They're going to first have to buy a good pair of running shoes. They're going to have to put the shoes on and then they're going to gradually train to get to 26.2. And it's the same thing with building a business. You're starting with a foundation or you should start with a foundation, you know, one brick at a time, one layer at a time. Yeah, for sure. And speaking of that, we have an amazing summit coming up in March where we help women to start there anywhere, anywhere they are, might be just starting out and they just building brick by brick or they're further ahead, but they're still wanting to learn and connect. So that's our annual Women Thrive Summit that's happening in March. And Dr. Robin, you're part of our summit. I'm so excited to have you part of our summit this year. Oh, I am so excited. When well, we don't have to go into the details, but when you and I met for the very first time, when I did my interview, remember I cried. I was, I was so filled with joy to get to work with you and just have this experience that to, to know you trusted me to bring value to your people, to your listeners, to your audience was such an incredible honor for me. And I just, I can't wait for it because I cannot wait to just be able to share so much information and, and for me, even to learn from the other speakers as, as well, because what an amazing group of women. Oh, thank you. It's been amazing. I mean, I guess what our audience don't know is that there's a whole journey behind the scenes that we go on as speakers and we put so much heart and soul behind it. And you've just been so amazing, just taking part in all the crazy activities that we come up with. <laughs> 
it's fun though. Like I feel like, and, and for anybody out there that is, is fearful and, and you feel, you know, that anxiety or fear or doubt is holding you back. I encourage you to step into who you are. And, and one of the things that you can do to do that is, is obviously mindset work, but journal around any of those negative thoughts you have that are holding you back from even applying to become a speaker or, you know, speaking is one of the most incredible ways to build a business, to grow your platform. So if you're sitting there in this place of fear, write down those negative thoughts, those things that are holding you back, and then switch those thoughts over to something positive. When you do that in writing, you can change those neural pathways in your brain. I know that sounds so geeky, but the, it's so incredibly powerful because I didn't used to be able to do what I'm doing today. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about helping other women be able to step into them, their their selves, their, you know, their own gifts and talents and, and passions and purpose. So it, I encourage everyone to attend the summit because there's going to be so much to learn from yeah. and to experience. <laughs> exactly. I think, you know, sometimes I think we fear of the unknown and fear stepping into new places, whether it's showing up on social media as ourselves or doing a live or speaking on stage or stepping into places like this, which is a community or a big event of so many other people. Yeah. to overcome that fear because I know you've struggled with anxiety um, in your life and it can be quite a daunting time or place to really yes. have to step into this, this place that is unknown. Yeah. You know, one thing that I'm going to say is that if you're passionate about something, let that lead you. Because when you have something you're passionate about, you can talk about it endlessly and you can talk about it from a stage. It's so much easier than if you are trying to talk about something that you don't know a lot about, or you don't feel confident that you're an authority in that space. So that's one thing I would say. But the other thing, as far as my journey has gone, and, and I share a lot about this in the book, but cognitive behavioral therapy is an incredibly powerful tool. And so I kind of took that from, you know, learning that from a therapist years ago, but I took that and I extrapolated it. So I have my five C's journaling method. And what that entails is when you, so we all have a belief system and we all think certain thoughts, any, any situation, any circumstance that we have is, is pretty much neutral, right? It's not good or bad most of the time, but what happens is our thoughts create our own perception of this. And then our thoughts are going to create our emotions, our feelings, and then our emotions and feelings lead to our behaviors and the actions we take. And so if you think about taking you know, if you're stuck in, in these negative thoughts, you're going to not take positive action. In fact, you may take negative action or no action. You know, it's like, oh, you know, instead of having a glass of water, you're having a, a glass of Coke or something like that. Or maybe instead of exercising, you're having a cake. So there's all these different things that can happen when your mind is in that negative place. And then your results are going to, to resemble whatever those actions and behaviors were that you chose. So it's important to remember that every single thought we have is a choice. We have free will and we get to choose our thoughts. The problem is if we, if we have anxiety or we have fear, or we're stuck in that place of doubt and comparison and imposter syndrome, we're, we're letting those thoughts rule our mind. And when that happens, you have to take a step back. So what I like to do is say, 
if you're sitting there with an anxious thought, a negative thought, catch it. And this takes practice, but catch it. Once you catch it, challenge it. Would someone that loves you be thinking the same thing about you? Would, you know, this be held up in a court of law? Is this rational? Is it realistic? If the answer to any of those things is no, then you have to change that thought. And the best way to change that thought is to write the positive thought. Because when we journal, when we write, we change the neural pathways in our brain. Yeah. And that is key because the more we do this exercise, it's not one and done. This is something that's daily, but the more you do this exercise, the, the more you're going to be able to change those thoughts, the quicker you're going to be able to change those thoughts and the more confident you're going to become as you venture out to try new things or to, you know, do a speaking engagement, your growth is going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that. That was really interesting. And for someone who is struggling with that, whether it's anxiety or just stepping into new challenges, I think it's it's really valuable. And when it comes to, let's say, events and the event we're doing, I guess what was something that you mentioned earlier as well, that, you know, we don't, sometimes we feel not safe, right, in environments. And mm. we think we're only one, the, the only one who has had this problem or struggle with this thing. So I just want to reassure you that, and as this comes from my own experience of when I stepped into the places that perhaps felt a little bit outside of my comfort zone and I was willing to open my heart up and speak what's truly, you know, the experiences that I have had or just knockbacks in my own life, it actually opened the hearts to other people. And when you're coming or attending an event like Women Thrive Summit, just know that there are other women who have been through probably the same life challenges as you may be going through right now or have been through before. And they're here to support you. They're here to show you way through it and the guidance and support. Like, you know, you're speaking, you know, Dr. Robin, you're speaking from your own experiences, mm -hmm. albeit some of them are not very positive or not very pleasant that you have had to go through, but you found a way through. And now it means you can help somebody else. So when you're stepping mm -hmm. into these new places, don't be afraid to, to be yourself. As yeah. you say, you know, that comes part of your personal brand mm -hmm. and step into that person that you truly are, because you driven by this passion, by yeah. this idea that you want to become or do something, step into it and just know that you're not going to be alone. There's going to be other people who've been through the same things and feel just as passionate about things. And you may just find something in common. You may find your next best friend, your next client or your next person to collaborate with. And, you know, run off to the sunset, as they say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's cute. Yeah. And I think you, you just said something so powerful because we do hold ourselves back so many times out of, out of fear and out of thinking that things have to be perfect. And my father told me once, um, before we had children and, you know, I was like, oh no, we, we need to do this and we need to do this and we need to do that. And before we have kids. Right. And he said, you know, if you keep waiting for the perfect time, it's never going to come. You'll never do it. And I was like, that has stuck with me ever since then, because it's so true. If you're waiting for the perfect time, if you're waiting for you to look perfect, or you're waiting for you to be whatever your definition of perfect is, nobody expects that. In fact, 
people who your, your soulmate clients want to know you. And so your personal brand does not have to be perfect. It just has to be authentically, genuinely you. And the way you show up as you, as the one and only you, there's never been you before. There never will be another you. It's you and all of your experiences, everything about you is what your personal brand becomes about and controls that perception of what other people think, say, and feel about you. Beautiful. Beautiful share. Well, Dr. Robert, I know we're going to see you in March for the Women Thrive Summit and hear your amazing talk uh, on the secrets of creating your unique personal brand or creating your unique brand my apologies um and if if ladies who maybe can't wait till march to attend this event how can they get in touch with you you know my the best way to reach me is through my website the robingram.com there's a resource page there where you can download free ebooks there's one to alleviate anxiety by creating healthy habits for a healthy mind. There's another one on how to build a solid foundation for success. There's even a personal brand, personal brand quiz. So if you're curious as to where you are on your personal brand journey, that quiz will kind of help you decide that. But my website's the best probably way to connect with me. You can always send me an email from there. And also my email list is amazing because I send out a weekly journaling prompt to keep you motivated and inspired every Monday to get you through that week and focus on all the good that's in your life. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your amazing wisdom with us and our listeners. And we're taking part in our amazing events uh, that's coming up and our crazy activities that we do along the way <laughs> and for all of it's you great. listening um do make sure you head over to womenthrivesummit.com register for your spot for the upcoming event in march and be part of the community get to know other speakers of course i would love for you to connect with dr robin and all the amazing resources that she just shared so if you're working on your personal brand or you just feel inspired but our conversation today or you know someone who may need to hear this feel free to share it and share dr robin's uh contact details thank you so much for your time today well, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. And I truly hope that we inspired people to step into their, their own self and become the personal brand that they're meant to be. I love that. Every, to everyone, thank you so much for your time today. And I look forward to seeing you on another episode. Thanks for now. Take care. Did you enjoy this episode? Share it with the world. Make sure to also leave a review and subscribe for future episodes.